Hello, and welcome to the Power Your Advice podcast. The Power Your Advice podcast is designed to bring financial advisors new ideas, why those ideas should be considered, and how to implement them into your business. This podcast is brought to you by Advisorpedia, the best place for advisors to grow their minds and businesses. And now, please join your host, Doug Heikinen. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Today, our guest is Ainsley Simmons, a managing director and member of the executive committee at Pershing. She's also Pershing's president of Pershing X, a new business unit that designs and builds innovative digital solutions for Pershing's wealth solutions clients, including broker-dealers, RIAs, and trust companies. Welcome, Ainsley. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Can you start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and your path to financial services? Yeah, sure. Um, I actually started my career in consumer products, uh, Campbell Soup, Coors Molson, Soup and Beer, um, and uh, as a marketer, and really kind of started to understand, um, you know, the world of brand and and physical products. But when the internet happened, um, I thought, wow, this is really exciting. So I jumped in and actually got involved with. Uh, I guess it was um, a startup at the time. Was certain, we certainly weren't calling it a startup uh, called Thinkorswim, which um, was a high-frequency options trading platform. So I sort of got sucked into what is now known as fintech back then, and I've spent most of my career doing that ever since. So the stops at non-financial companies, which seems a great place to learn about consumers in general, was that? Was it a great place to learn about consumers yeah, in general? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, the consumer products companies um, were, you know, the original folks that were talking about customer intimacy and design thinking. And, you know, we were having all those conversations 20 years ago, um, being very research driven, being very uh, customer empathetic. And so I think it was an amazing place uh, to learn about how to develop really great software, even though we were making soup. Yeah. I always think it's interesting for people outside of the industry to come into the industry and bring new ideas and not just you know be here for their whole careers. Um, what was it about the digital world that caught your interest? Yeah. So I think I was one of those very data-driven marketers. You know, I really liked, um, you know, getting into the analytics of who was buying what and what stores were selling more, you know, uh, chunky soup than regular soup. I don't know. Like, so the data side of the internet is where I really got hooked. And I was like, wait, you can measure everything. And so I think it really sort of brought me into uh, software very quickly because, you know, instead of a physical soup can on a shelf, you literally could know everything about everything with every click and every, um, you know, SEO result, et cetera. So that's what got me hooked. I'm a data nerd at heart. So how do you think about marrying that world with financial advisors, the digital world? What are some of the opportunities and maybe some of the challenges you've seen? Um, what I think is just delightful about where we are today is we're talking about digitally enabled humans, because I think in the world of financial services, human empathy, understanding, just being able to hold someone's hand, you know, if they're going through a really rough time or really talk about what it means um, to have different paths to retirement, like that is an inherently human thing. And I haven't found a computer in the world that can do what advisors do on that front. 
But, you know, what computers can do and what advisors really should be leveraging every single day, and most of them are already, is they can do complex calculations, they can run analytics, they can um, sort through, uh, you know, lots of investment choices and find the best fit. And, you know, that stuff has gotten more efficient. And I think it will get, it will continue to get more efficient over time. And so I think what is wonderful about the future for advisors and for our industry in general is with computers, they're going to be able to help more people. And they're going to be able to provide that sort of empathy and coaching and guidance and real world experience on how to help their clients without having to do you know, um, spreadsheet jockeying in the background. What are some of the gaps that exist with advisor tech you see today? Yeah. So this is like my soapbox. So let me get on it. Um, the, so, you know, it's been so fascinating in the last 10 years. You know, if you pulled out a Mike, Michael Kitts kids map from a bunch of years ago, you'd see, you know, 20, 30, 40 firms. And now you see 400, 500, 600 firms and they just keep coming, right? As VC has been pouring money into the space. And, what I think a bunch of years ago was this sort of excitement around, oh, what's new and what new tools or features could I add to my suite has now really become this stop the madness. There's so many tools, there's so much selection, there's so many things I could choose. There's a new VC, there's a new startup every three seconds. And what advisors are saying is, and, and actually, frankly, we have research that, that says clients are saying it more importantly no, no more. Stop the features arms race. I don't need a next bill, bell or a whistle. I just need the stuff to connect and to provide a really good experience for me, my staff and my clients. And so I think we're in this really interesting um, inflection point where more choice is not going to be what advisors need. What they need is a interconnected platform of things that really allows them to work across different applications so that they can solve the problems for their clients. So Pershing X launched this past year. What went into the study and then the creation of it? Yeah. So the Bank of New York Mellon, like every you know large public company, does a strategic review uh, every couple of years. And in the strategic review it did uh, a year and a half ago, almost two years ago now, it was really looking for where could it make, you know, sort of a logical investment to provide growth, um, you know, in addition to the current businesses is, is that it already has, right? And, and what businesses could be leveraged in sort of creating a new adjacent business? So, you know... Where was where was the opportunity? And the strategic review led the bank to wealth management, which it already has several business lines in. It has a wealth manager itself. It has an asset manager. It has a custody provider. And but all of those things were, you know, sort of were already large um, and growing businesses. So it said, what else could we do in wealth management? And this question around wealth tech um, and this unmet need for an interconnected suite. Uh, really, you know, sort of jumped off the page as an opportunity. And it's an opportunity because, as I said, there's an unmet need, but also importantly, there's a lot of IP and expertise um, sitting around, you know, the walls of, of Bank of New York Mellon that could be provided to this. 
And that's what I personally found really exciting when I got the call was the ability to build something this ambitious, but with all the expertise that sort of rattles around the bank every day. So tell us a little more about what it is. What's yeah. the role? Yeah. What, is, what, is, what is this thing? <laughs> what is, what it? is this I mean, thing? What is it? So what we're building uh, at PershingX is a platform for advisors. And when I mean platform, it's really important to define that, right? Because people throw around the platform word all day, every day. But a platform has really three layers. It has a normalized data layer. It has a sort of complete data layer. Then it has a set of services that sit on that data layer. And then it has um, experiences or applications that sit on those services. And so we are building a platform uh, for advisors that will help them do their jobs and will give them all the technology they need to be able to service their clients. And you're going to say, well, wait, Ainsley, that already exists. There are players that have software that you could sort of uh, stack together, I guess, and then have to interconnect yourself. So you could buy a, this planning software and a, that portfolio analytics software and a, this trade rebalance software and it's self-familiar and a, that um, tax optimization software. And then you may buy some portfolio analytics software and then you're going to have a customer CRM. And the industry has grown up being okay with buying all of those things individually, and then somebody being responsible for hooking them up on the back end, which generally doesn't go well. We're taking a very different approach. We're saying we want a data layer with a set of services that we can hook applications into so that advisors can work across applications in a very efficient way. And the way I like to describe it is that we'll have our own own native applications, but we'll also hook into third parties. So just like Microsoft will allow WebEx to hook into Outlook, it, it, it'll do that and it'll be fine, but you'll have a way better experience if you actually use Outlook and Teams together. So that's the way we're approaching it. We want to have an ecosystem that has some openness to it, but also prove to our clients that if you use our applications, you're going to be able to work a lot faster. What's been some of the early feedback? It sounds fantastic. The feedback has been really strong. Um, folks really understand the problem we're trying to solve. And so they really like this kind of hybrid approach of having really great native tools, but then still allowing third-party integration. And that seems to be you know, striking the right balance. Are you having a good time with this? Your energy is amazing. <laughs> We're having a blast. Um, we, uh, you know, it's kind of fun starting a startup in a bank. Um, you get to sort of bring the energy of a startup and sort of agile development and, you know, all the good stuff. But you also get all these resources that, so I've, I've built, you know, I've been part of two, two fintech exits. And, you know, some days I just pinch myself because we have all these resources that I don't have to go get as a startup. So, like, I don't have to go get a cybersecurity platform. I don't have to go get um, 20 people to help me think through compliance. And so we're having a lot of fun because it allows us to focus on the product and the problems we're trying to solve without having to deal with all the things that startups sort of run into when they 
start thinking about uh, really bringing on customers and scaling? Well, Virginia certainly picked the right person to start this and see it through. So, Angeli, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, thanks for having me again and uh, talk soon. To learn more about Pershing X, please visit PershingX.com. Please follow us for all the timely updates on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, all at Advisorpedia. For everybody at Advisorpedia, our producer, Julia Smolin, and the Power of Your Advice podcast team, this is Doug Heikinen.